Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. friends to another episode of mysteries of the unexplained the paranormal podcast where we solve the problems that have been plaguing mankind since the dawn of time i don't know why anyone didn't think of this earlier this is my little friendly co-host william o'hanlon hi hello very delighted to be here today (laughs) this is my first guest appearance on a podcast (laughs) hello very nervous very nervous girl here You've been invited on Loose Women today to talk about your coming out debutante ball that you had in Wexford last month. Oh, it was so much fun, guys. I loved it. Yeah. And was there loads of boys there asking you to dance? Yeah. They were all trying to touch me. And I let oh them. Oh, my God. I let them. What? Oh, no. New lad, did you? Did you like it? I'm a very dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? This conversation's think- weird. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I do think you're the reincarnation of some girl from the 1920s who was never quite able to get a husband. Do you? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. You're totally that type. I'm not going to contest that. <laughs> I'm not going to contest that. Maybe I am. Maybe I've just been reincarnated into this gorgeous temple. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you're not managing to get a husband in this life either. Now, Yet. on Yet. to the show. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Raging that I got there before, yeah. You're not even married. Oh, actually, sorry, Dave, if you're listening, hint, hint. Um, hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. Hope that all of you are staying safe out there in those crazy times. We are here to, like I said, solve the big questions asked since like forever. And if you think that you're going to find any answers here, well, I'm going to tell you, you're absolutely wrong. Today, I am bringing you a story of a very, um, a very ancient trope. Uh, uh, it's uh, an archetype, if one will, that has been around for years. Yes, my bitch, we were talking about what Will is five days out of seven. A witch! <laughs> and what Annie is, 
Seven days out of seven. An hour, witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's our like favorite term of abuse for each other. You're a hell of witch. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It's actually yeah, very it's good. Brilliant. It's oh. kind of, and like you're not. Sorry, actually... there's a DPD van. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Until oh, go on, go on, get out, go on. So, um, Will has to run out because uh, he collecting parcels is more important. So now that you went out and you collected your parcel, you're gonna have to share with the group what you got. What did you get? Um, oh, it's just very boring stuff for the business. Uh, nothing major, to be honest with you. Fragrance oils and search and the like. Fragrance oils is more important than sir, than solving paranormal mysteries. Fragrance oils. <laughs> it sure as hell is. It, that brings in the money. Strangely enough, I was talking about witches and here are you ordering <laughs> pills and potions in the post. I know, the irony. But listen, it's fitting and the universe obviously wants us to do this episode then. <laughs> I'm going to jump into a story where I've sent you a few lines. Now, I know that you're a method actor and you, you, you don't, but you don't like to rehearse beforehand because it takes the spontaneity out of things. So I hope that you'll be able to follow along here as I read this. Oh, I'm a seasoned actor. I'm, nothing phases me. <laughs> Captain Van Tromp decided that it was time to throw a tantrum. He could excuse it by his own fatigue, very real fatigue, as if he had just landed on Jupiter and he was smugly aware that even a high councillor could not afford to take too stiff a line with the commander of the first successful Martian expedition. So he interrupted with a snort of disgust. (laughs) That man, Smith, this man, can't you see that... That is just what he is not. Uh, Smith is not a man? Huh? Explain yourself, Captain. Smith is not a man. He is an intelligent creature with the genes and ancestry of a man, but he is not a man. He is more of a Martian than a man. Until we came along, he had never laid eyes on a human being. He thinks like a Martian. He feels like a Martian. He's been brought up by a race which has nothing in common with us. Why, they don't even have sex. Smith has never laid eyes on a woman. He's a man by ancestry, a Martian by environment. Now, if you want to drive him crazy and waste that treasure trove of scientific information, call in your fathead professors and let them badger him. Don't give him a chance to get well and strong and used to this madhouse planet. Just go ahead and squeeze him like an orange. It's no skin off me. I've done my job. The ensuing silence was broken smoothly by Secretary General Douglas himself. And a good job to you, Captain. Your advice will be weighed and be assured that we will not do anything hastily. If this man or man Martian, Smith, needs a few days to get adjusted, I'm sure that science can wait. So take it easy, Pete. Let's table this part of the discussion, gentlemen. Captain Van Tromp is tired. <laughs> may wonder why I'm reading to you from what sounds like a very bad sci-fi novel. And it is a very bad sci-fi novel. 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 The setting for this novel is a post-World War III United States. Bam! By this time, there is extensive space travel and the moon has been colonized. The novel revolves around Valentine Michael Smith, the human son of astronaut parents, who was orphaned on Mars and raised by Martians. Smith spoke the Martian language, exhibited superhuman intelligence, 
possessed special psychokinetic abilities and exhibited the active sexuality characteristics of Martian culture, in which each individual is both male and female, but he behaved like a childlike naivete. Sound familiar, William? As an adult, Smith returned to Earth as a messianic figure, acquainting humankind with Martian rites, such as water-sharing, which assumed great significance on Mars given its hot, dry climate, and grokking. I have no idea what grokking is. Smith eventually found the Church of All Worlds, which instructed its congregants in psychic abilities, especially the capacity to grok, oh wait, now I understand grokking, or to understand so thoroughly that the observer becomes a part of the observed, to merge, to blend, to intermarry, to lose identity and group experience. All humans were believed to be capable of acquiring Smith's powers once they had learned to speak Martian and internalised its logic. Members of the Church of All Worlds expected that those who did not learn Smith's methods would ultimately die out, leaving only Homo Superior. However, Smith was killed by a violent mob and accepted his death without using psychokinetic powers to ward off his attackers. What the (laughs) fuck is all this about? Oh, it's like, he could have killed him because he did have the psychokinetic powers, so he could have killed him. I'll let them kill me. I'm not going to belittle them by flinging them across the room with my mind. I'll let them I'll just, I'll accept my fate. He's very good not to use his powers like that, wasn't he? Very kind. It's very kind of him. You may wonder what the fuck is going on here and what has this got to do with witches, but I am going to tell you about a little lady called Morning Glory. Um, have you ever heard of Morning Glory, Will? Um, I've heard of the phrase. I haven't heard of the woman called Morning Glory, no. Have you ever had Morning Glory? <laughs> as much as you have had it all the time. <laughs> Why, well, I had it just this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Morning Glory was born as Diana Moore in 1948 in Long Beach, California. And this is real, I'll have you know. She was strongly influenced by Sybil Leake's book, Diary of a Witch, which she read during high school. At the age of 17, Diana began practicing witchcraft. At the age of 20, she changed her name to Morning Glory. <laughs> wow. Just changed her Whoa. name. Um, I'm going to change my name. I Between a few things, Samantha, Vanessa and Morning Glory. I don't know. I just don't know which one to go for. It's kind of a, a very, very poor drag name. It's really poor. Well, actually, it wouldn't be too bad. A, a, a drag name mm. would be something like Moaning Glory. Do you get it? I No, a drag name would be more like Morning Gloria. Oh, Morning Oh, beautiful. Oh, Maybe. You're, you're wasted here doing this That's rusty. With. That's rusty, but still. <laughs> she should have called me first, basically. <laughs> She definitely should have, because things were only going to get worse. While en route to join a commune near Eugene, Oregon in 1969, Morning Glory met with a hitchhiker named Gary Ferns, who joined her. The two were soon married, and next year she gave birth to a daughter whom she called Rainbow. Of course she did. Of course she mm. called the giant Rainbow. Yeah, Couldn't just kind of call energy her. about her, yeah. Couldn't just call her Lucy or something like that. As a mother, she was known as Morning Glory Ferns. Although Gary and Morning Glory conducted an open marriage, the union was broken when she met Timothy Zell. 
She divorced Gary and brought her daughter to St. Louis, Missouri to live with Zell. Morning Glory and Zell married. In St. Louis, Morning Glory studied and was made a priestess of Zell's Church of All Worlds. In 1976, the two began almost a decade of travelling, adventure and living in various retreats and in a school bus that they converted into a mobile home. They, they found the Ecosophical Research Association in 1977 at Coden their ranch, to investigate arcane lore and legends of cryptids such as Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I don't know why I said Bigfoot. Bigfoot and mermaids. Their wandering years ended in 1985 when they took up permanent residence at Coden initially for the purpose of raising unicorns created from horn surgery on baby goats which they carried out themselves what well if you'd like to scroll down on your page you will see and i'm going to post this picture up so all our beautiful listeners can see it the goats that they converted to unicorns yes wow this lady and gentleman couple um founded the church of all worlds the church of all worlds from the book Stranger in a Strange Land, which we began this story with. They founded a church based on the church in the book. They're totally serious about it. And they call themselves New Age Witches. They are the witches. <laughs> <laughs> what they are the, the modern witches. They're on LSD. <laughs> they live in a ranch where they convert goats into unicorns and they conduct research into Bigfoot and mermaids and cryptids. Now, the man, her husband, his name was Timothy Zell. He changed his first name first to Otter and after to Oberon. Because I suppose Timothy just isn't a good enough name for a guy that creates unicorns. Otter, he wasn't feeling Otter and then was like, no, it's more of (laughs) Oberon. It's Oberon. Jesus in 1999, the Zell, oh, they called themselves the surname Ravenheart then as well. So they were Morning Glory and Oberon Ravenheart. They sound like the Care Bears. They sound like, <laughs> know, they, it literally sounds like the Care Bears. <laughs> I know, they're so crazy. <laughs> Um, in 1990, she established the business Mythic Images, offering for sale reproductions of goddess and mythology sculptures crafted by Zell. She ran the business in addition to lecturing and writing. So, like, it sounds like they had all these great kind of, um, they had all these great visions for their for their church and their company, but they just ended up, like, carving statues of goddesses and selling them on eBay. And your man mm. is dressed up as, like, something out of Harry Potter over like like, it's totally gas in 1999 the Zell Ravenhearts moved to California where Oberon started the Grey School of Wizardry which as of 2014 is the world's only registered wizard academy in adolescence Morning Glory's daughter Rainbow left to live with her father Gary (laughs) (laughs) changed her name to Gail (laughs) she was like she was like, I am tapping out of this bullshit. She's like, I'm not having it. She's now Gail Platt on Coronation Street. <laughs> like she was like, please give me the most bet down name that you can think of. But the funny thing about this is that this book, Stranger in a Strange Land, it was written by Robert Heinlein in 1961. 
and um, at the time it seemed like really mad altogether but people fans mm-hmm. and critics alike say that he did have a little bit of predictive capability because he predicted two things waterbeds and the colonization of Mars people thought that it was going to be like this um, <laughs> vision of the future you know but he predicted that there would be beds one day made out of water and that people would travel to Mars <laughs> interestingly enough um, your character before that you were impersonating before his name was Captain Von Trump and he was a bit of a narcissist and a bit of a madman <laughs> that's a little bit creepy but apart from that he didn't really predict anything that was of, of note oh but God. I wanted to talk about the fact that these people set up a church from a church that they, from a book that they had written they were like yeah that's the church for us and the church of all worlds is still a recognized pagan religion and um, the church is still going strong it has hundreds of thousands of followers all over the world and if you would like to get a little break from your own religion at the moment you can join them it's free you can you can go to churchofallworlds.com and decide if that's going to be the religion for you do you like goats would you like goats <laughs> with, with unicorn horns this sounds like you are part of the church and then well, recruiting in people. in my research, I did come across a few little... They had this thing that if you join up, you get a free pen and that you get a calendar. And every... <laughs> Refer every calendar, friends. <laughs> every Refer calendar friend has a new bucks. witchy, wizardy thing on each page. Speaking oh, of which, nice. I witch, do you get it? I wanted to remind people that it hasn't always been this easy to join the Church of All Worlds and it hasn't always been this easy to be a witch because back in the day, some say, there would have been some serious consequences if people thought you were a witch. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened in Scotland, in North Berwick, back in the 1600s. There was a man named John Fien or Cunningham and he was a young schoolmaster from Saltpans and his story featured in a popular broadsheet about the trials called the Nunes Trials from Scotland. Now King James who was king at the time if you go back to some of our What the Fuck episodes uh, I did a special one about witches and King James was in there. He was a personal crusader against witches and he passed sentence on this poor man who was a school teacher. Among the tortures employed were having his head bound with rope and then jerked violently in every direction. Then crushing boots were applied to his legs until he lost consciousness. This was considered a trick of the devil to keep him from confessing. So his tongue was then pricked with pins until he started talking. Then he managed to escape and went home to salt pans recanting his confession. He fucking escaped. He got out of... Wow. They were called Spanish boots. They'd put your feet in them and crank the little thing until your feet literally got squashed. So how the fuck he... How the fuck he got home, I, I, I do not know. Maybe he had skinny feet like me. <laughs> Maybe he had little skinny legs like you and he just slipped right out and he was like... The contraption was too big. It was really loose. And I was just like, mm, bitch. They're a little bit big. Mm, can, I, can I get them in a smaller size? Mm. <laughs> he was soon caught and tortured again by having his fingernails drawn and needles inserted. Ew. Whatever he confessed under torture, Fian denied later when he was able, but no notice was taken. Among his 22 charges was that of conspiring to wreck King James's ship by throwing a dead cat into the sea, making a covenant with Satan and receiving his mark, worshipping Satan in North Berwick Church, having ecstasies and trances often for several hours while his spirit travelled 
looting corpses for body parts to be used in witchcraft, opening locked doors by breathing on them, <laughs> seducing <laughs> 30... T- <laughs> ah, open sesame! Seducing 32 wives and widows flying through the air, storm raising and casting horoscopes. <laughs> he's getting up to... He's busy. Busy. The weirdest thing he was accused of doing was this. Another charge was that he had attempted to use sorcery to cause a girl to fall in love with him. To this end, he bribed her younger brother, who shared her bed, to obtain for him three hairs of his sister's privities. <laughs> so he needed three pube hairs for his potion, apparently. Ew. She woke... She woke while he attempted this and complained to her mother, who suspected what was going on. She gave her son three hairs pulled from a heifer's udder, which he passed on to John Fian. So she took three hairs from a cow's tit (laughs) and gave them to John Fian. Fian cast his spell and was immediately followed everywhere by a lovesick heifer. (laughs) Her name was Annie. know that he was being chased by a lovesick heifer it even followed him into church one day which was when people first began to suspect him of having dealings with the devil <laughs> Fian was o- <laughs> I, well in fairness I would be this is fucking weird he's the devil put boots on him imagine a cow follows you into church one day and you're like oh that you're after trying to get pubic hairs off that girl down the road and you're after trying to get her brother to get them for her so the mother gave you three cows three cows hairs off the cow's tit and then you see then the cow followed you in so you're a witch you're a witch I think everybody's train of thought back then was just absolutely mental like they just were like two plus two equals 150 the devil Like they just all maths were just everything went back to the all devil. maths equated to the devil. You would have been burnt the day you were born. Like most of his fellow Scottish wishes, <laughs> poor Fiend was strangled at the stake and burned to ashes. And just to leave you guys with a little reminder of what could have happened to you in your witchy ways if you had been arrested for a witch and tortured. And my poor stomach can't take this. I'm just too much of a lady to read it. So I'm going to ask Will to read you a diary of a day's torture, an eyewitness report of the first day of an accused witch's torture at Prosnick in Germany in 1629. Will, if you could, it's just I'm too sensitive. Um, could you give me some character reference, uh, accent or something, just so I can get into character? So... You're in Germany, it's medieval times, it's 1629. You're going to watch this poor lady who has beautiful long locks and a beautiful face. You're going to watch her come in, get her hair cut and be stripped naked before she's tortured. So I I don't know if you're going to enjoy this or not. It depends on your own proclivities. No problem. So an Irish girl from the 1950s. Okay. Okay. She was bound to the rack and her hair cut short. Alcohol was rubbed into the remaining hair, which was then set alight and burnt to the roots <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this was to reveal any witch marks it might conceal strips of sulphur were fixed under her arms and set alight her hands were tied behind her back and she was hoisted by them into the air where she was left hanging while her torturer went for breakfast I cooked him a lovely breakfast 
When he returned, he threw alcohol over her back and lit it. Heavy weights were attached to her body and she was hoisted again for a while before being lowered and squeezed against a spike plank. I actually put that together and it was really, really well done. Over the next few hours, her thumbs, big toes, calves and legs were all squeezed into the vice and she was whipped till blood flowed. All of these torments alternating with questions. Then the torturer and the court officials took a couple of hours for lunch. It was lovely. I had scones laid out for them. We had a few egg sandwiches and ham. And then anyway, sorry, leaving her thumbs and big toes in the vice all along. That afternoon, an official came uh, who disapproved of the harsh questioning, but the suspect was severely whipped in any way before being left to recover. The next day, it all started again and it went on for weeks. You fucking loved it, Philomena, didn't you? You were there giving have... tea and sandwiches, hang, handing out biscuits. She was a dirty girl and a very clean girl. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, that's what would have happened to you back in the day if you had admitted to being a witch like Philomena was. But she was cute enough there to be siding with the torturers. And um, I just... Uh, I have to say, lads, and it's not a very nice thing to say, and I like I I I haven't really said it to now, but I've been having my doubts about Will. Um, I found these questionnaires online, and they can actually kind of predict whether you you're a witch or not. There's this book called Um uh, Real Modern Witch. It kind of uh, gives you a personality test and tells you whether you you may or may not be. So I think it's time. That we faced up to this and asked Will a few questions yeah. and um, we're <laughs> yeah, just going to have to take me. it from there. If he needs to be um, arrested or brought to a sanitarium or brought to uh, some kind of cave, I'll, I, I'll arrange it. I'll make, I'll make the arrangements. But first, we're going to have to do this very scientifically researched test that's from this book, Real Modern Witch. <laughs> and the questions start with number one. You may begin to recognise that you're coming into your powers if, number one, you have been surprised to discover that you no longer fear spiders. Those little cute cuddly things that run around and are in corners. No. Okay, what? Yeah. You no longer suffer irrational fears in general. I am fearless. Snakes seem cute and interesting. I have three pet snakes. Some crisis has opened up a flood of powerful feeling within you. Maybe. You have suddenly begun to understand some information or situation with clarity. Oh, so Annie is actually a man. You've been having unusual dreams of premonitions. Always. Things you think about begun to come true. That one, no, unfortunately. (laughs) I'm going to say no. No on that one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Hard no okay. Hard no on number you're 7 Scoring 6 out of 7 yeah. so far 99% sure that you're a fucking witch Your interests always far ranging Suddenly find some kind of focus On ending you Annie And number 9 Inexplicable events surround you Well I am I started the show so of course If you've scored highly on these, this quiz <laughs> These are a few of the many signs that you are In fact in possession of magical lineage Please See Origin and Heritage of Witches, page 22. You are coming into your powers as a witch and you must take the time <laughs> to educate yourself so that you may practice mastery over and actively choose what you do with these new powers. Oh, I feel like I'm turning into one of the Charmed Sisters. Prue. What? <laughs> 
No, she was the really pretty one. You're not her. I'm her. You're the kind of more bet one. You're which, the one with the long dark that? hair. You're Shan. You're Shannon Darty. That is Prue. You fucking idiot. No, Prue was Alyssa Milano, wasn't it? Okay. Okay. Was it? I told you no. <laughs> but you still went against me and then now are asking me, was it? What? I just didn't think you'd want to be her. Why would you want to be her? She's the most powerful one. She can move things with her mind. Oh. <laughs> I thought you'd want to be something that you hadn't been in this life real sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're a witch. After I do ask Annie anything and my new section, I'm afraid we're going to have to bring it somewhere for psychological assessment. Okay, I, now, I, I'm not going to go into know, okay, then. <laughs> You all know what time of the week it is. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Bitches. Oh, I really don't feel like doing the song. I'm not going to do it this week. My, char- my throat hurts. <laughs> There's the music. <laughs> oh, that was shit, but you tried. William, here is a question that comes in from Canada. Blame Canada. Oh, this is a really good question. What's incredibly cheap and you would pay more for? Oh, um, oh. I, um, I suppose it'd have to be chocolate because chocolate is quite cheap, but mm-hmm. I'm addicted to chocolate, so I probably would pay, like, I probably would pay a lot more for it. They're missing out there. <laughs> They're missing out there. They could heist. <laughs> they could raise the price of all chocolate and they'd make a fortune. Yeah, they really would, wouldn't they? Because people aren't going to give it up. Yeah. What's your favourite? Oh, like, anything. Something with caramel in it, or like a walnut in it, or like, um, like I love a Terry's chocolate orange. I love white chocolate. I love dark chocolate. I love milk chocolate. I love chocolate fondue. I love chocolate spread all over my body. I love chocolate licked off me. I love chocolate in my mouth. I love chocolate in my stomach. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You also love chocolate that a child dropped it ahead of you on the street, you dirty, dirty what? dog. Um, I mean, you'd eat, you'd, you'd eat it off the street, like, if you're that desperate. Yeah, I probably would. If, I was, if, if it was, like, in short supply and I really needed it, I'd get a cup of tea, I'd make a cup of tea, and then I'd go back to the street and drink the tea and have a little... <laughs> <laughs> like, would you get withdrawal symptoms if you don't have it every day? Um, I don't know, because I've already had, I've always had it every day. What? Always? Chocolate? Yeah. I've al- yeah, I probably would always have a little bit of chocolate every day. Oh my God. Why do you think I look so gorgeous? <laughs> really? Really? I'm like, how are it's... you so thin? I would be so fat. Um, come here. Because I'm a witch, Jesus. Oh, people. sorry, we're after... Actually, that does explain something. <laughs> I've been bathing in baby's blood yeah, for the last go. I have to go. Years. <laughs> I, I have to go. Uh, oh my god. Well, question number two. Ooh, what is the worst date or relationship you've ever been on slash in? Sorry, I just matched with someone on Bumble that I absolutely think is gorgeous but we'll go back to that now later um sorry what was the question have you no i can't no 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 i'll stop you right there before you go down a rabbit hole i only signed up to bumble last night and i did all my swipeies and now they're coming in and i just got a notification just there now and i just happened to click into it and it was in fact the guy that i had cast the spell on i mean that i had matched with (laughs) Is he super gorgeous? Because I'll let you away with it if he's super gorgeous. Yeah, yes, I'll send you a picture later. Oh, mummy. Sorry, what what was the question? Yeah, if you could get back to our show. Um, oh my God, if I did this, you would reel me. Yeah, of course I would. What is the worst date or relationship you've ever been on slash in? Oh, okay, right. Um, obviously, no, no names to be named. But um, I was, in fact, the person who was the cause of the worst date of cause of 
the day, this date being so bad. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The tea is being spilled. Um, I'll r- condense down the story really quickly, but basically I decided to go on a date with a guy um, in in Dublin when I lived there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a bit nervous before the date. Hey, <gasps> might have a little, little quick little drink. <laughs> so uh, it was for drinks. So I had a little tiny drink mm-hmm. and went on the date. And then... Um, the date went okay and then I started to drink more and more and then I eventually started getting absolutely pissed in the space of like an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's really embarrassing. And then at the time I used to smoke and I went outside, I left, I was like, I'm just going for a cigarette. And then I went downstairs and started smoking a fag and started talking to a lesbian couple who were lovely and forgot about your man for about half an hour and then was like, oh my God. And then I went back up the stairs and he had his jacket on and he was just like, I, uh, I thought you were gone. Uh, and I was like, no, I swear. And then he, then he actually stayed. And then I was like, I'm just going for another smoke after a little bit of a conversation. And then actually forgot about him the second time. I was drunk. And then he, I turned around and he was standing behind me outside. And he was like this, are you okay to be able to get home by yourself? Because you're a mess. And I was just like, I'm fine. Oh my God. And um, I never saw him again. But I think he's married now. <laughs> But in fairness, I was like 20. I was like 20. <laughs> How come I never heard that yeah. before? You, you. You never asked, you see, darling. You never asked. You arsehole. I was, Annie, I was 20 and I was extremely drunk. I would never do that now. And if anyone told me that they did that, I'd call them an arsehole too. So yeah, okay. Yeah, so just take it, you fucking dog. Oh, I'm, re- I'm really sorry to that guy. I'm Hold also on now, dog. Hold on there. dog. I'm also really <laughs> sorry to that guy who just matched you on Bumble because, bitch, you don't know what you have just signed yourself up for. Okay, we all know what time of the week it is now, bitches. I'll be back. I love the way. I love the way we're like, oh god, love that guy that matched me on Bumble because, it, like, he's now going to have to marry me. Well, I mean, not like, do you know, like not written well I mean you're gonna have to try like you're gonna have to try and do something Will excuse me Annie you are gonna need you're married yet and we're you're single floating in the ocean for years there was many's a night that there was tears you are going to need a substantial care package by the time you're in your 50s now if you don't (laughs) mind it's my week it's my section the ask Will portion of the show is over and it's time for some bizarre news so if you would fuck off off the microphone (laughs) Let me get on with my job. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. I've got some breaking news coming into the news desk here. Oh, change the channel, will you? <laughs> Bodybuilder. But if you would shut the fuck up and let me talk. Bodybuilder cheats on sex doll wife with bizarre object while she gets repaired. Oh no. Yuri Tolochko from Kazakhstan married doll Margot last November after saying he fell in love with her when he spotted her at a nightclub. But he had to send away. He had to send her away for repair after breaking her before Christmas. Yes, a bodybuilder who married a sex doll cheated with a bizarre object while she was being repaired. But he revealed Margot had broken days before Christmas and had been sent away for repair. In the meantime, he posted a video of himself touching a silver object with small ridges in nothing but his underwear, reports the Daily Star. (laughs) Yuri told his 99,000 followers, looks like I've got a new passion. One follower replied, hey, aren't you cheating on your wife? 
Yuri said, maybe I can't stand it while she's in the hospital. Oh my God. The social media user said, you gotta spread your seed. What? Ew. Ew. This is, I am, I apologize. This is dirt. Another Instagram follower added, somehow I don't think your wife would have much to say about it at all. Yuri insisted to his followers, it was wonderful. Yuri tied the knot with Margot at a ceremony attended by dozens of guests in November. Please remember, Margot is a blow-up doll. He first met her at a nightclub and the pair were due to get married in March this year before the coronavirus pandemic threw the world into turmoil. The ceremony was delayed a second time after he was attacked during a transgender rally in the Kazakh city of Almaty on October 31st. However, the pair have since settled into married life. Describing their relationship, Yuri said, In general, I began to be jealous of Margot. Many men would like to imagine the same. After the wedding, I decided to show her to less people. I forbade her from Instagram. Maybe I'm being too selfish, but it's just that the beauty of Margot that I can do this to her and she won't mind. I have no fucking idea what this man is saying. On Christmas Day, January 7 in Kazakhstan, he said he would stay at home with Margot and order some steaks and sushi or have some fun with friends. In the meantime, I scrolled too far. In the meantime, Yuri has to wait for her to get repaired. He added, she is broken. Now she is being repaired. She is in another city. When she recovers, it will be a gift for both of us. The end. I apologize for this story and everything oh involved in this story. Of I will send you a picture of Margot and Yuri together in a hot tub with loads of bubbles. Oh my god. Each their own, I'm not gonna judge him. Um, how would he fi- how would he meet her in a nightclub? <laughs> like <laughs> How how would the sex doll like be there on her own in the nightclub? I'm just I I feeling cute. I I think cute. Um, going to get dressed up and go to the nightclub. I think that in itself is a paranormal tale that you you could put on your trench coat and top hat and get your little notepad and and try find out how did she become to be in the nightclub. That that is that is a story in itself. Wouldn't you agree? I do. Do you know what? After after reading that, now I just feel a bit weird. Like I accept the fact mm. that he's probably just trying to get uh, followers on Instagram, and like he married a sex doll, and he's you know like he's kind of buff and mm. stuff. He's probably just trying to get a few followers. But then, like, I always think of that story about the woman who married the roller coaster. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, I'll try and find it for you guys. <laughs> I'll put it up on the Facebook group there. She married a roller coaster, and um. She used to have sexual relations with the, <laughs> the roller coaster. I just you know what I just feel weird. I can't talk about it anymore. Which is pretty straightforward, <laughs> in fairness. I just, just everything is making me feel strange today. Um, <laughs> so we always need questions for Ask Annie Anything, and um, if you've got any stories that you think would be suitable for Billy's bizarre news, you can always send them into our desktop because our reporters are having to work from home these days. So um, we have got a team mm. of them working behind the scenes there, but they are working from home. So they haven't been able to travel to Kazakhstan to verify the story about Margot and Yuri. But the minute that Ryanair is going again, we will uh, jab and go. Be, yeah, jab and exactly. go, as they we'll say be themselves. back up and running. So if you would like. Oh, to, yes. Jab and go. Jab and go. So if you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can get us at Mysteries of the Unexplained Pod or on Twitter, we are at Mysteries Pod. 
that is correct or if you'd like to get more episodes you can find us on patreon forward slash mysteries of the unexplained where we have a whole host of other episodes and our lost podcast the what the fuck is in this book podcast where you'll get three seasons i'm still thinking about that poor guy that you went on a date with (laughs) yeah oh he's married now it's fine i'm sure he got over me people get married but you see indirectly i was the cause of him then going on to find yeah. his husband yeah. so it's fine yeah. like it's actually god's plan well come on anyway get your fucking hat and your cloak and your broomstick on because i have to bring you down to that fucking i have to bring you down to get assessed now <laughs> i'm have to put a load of work on myself by just doing this podcast today i have to get get the cash put it on the broomstick get your shit together i always wondered how you got down here so fast I, this is this will go down in history as the episode that exposed me they exposed exposition of will exposed as a witch. Bitch, you've been exposing yourself for years. Join us next week when we delve into more. It's to be of the unexplained. Of the yes. unexplained. Explain, explain, explain. Yes, yes. Mm. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.